Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Oh, my goodness. Macho Man. That's our uh, village person song now, Steve. We're down to the final two. Our Macho Man, Brent Axe, will be hosting pregame show tomorrow from 4 to 5, right here on ESPN Radio, followed by postgame with Brian Higgins, also a Macho Man. He will be hosting postgame with Eric Devendorf on Key Sports Talk only, following the Virginia game. And I'm predicting a win. We have to make our prediction in the final segment for, for the oh, Wildcat right. Pizza we do. Pick. You're right. We do have to do that. Um, you let, know who else is a macho man? I, well, I was going to say, let's let's bring on the man who uh, is a, a professional when it comes to predictions, and he's he's pretty darn good at it as well. Uh, John Ryan joining us on the show. And I, I have to say this. So John Ryan uh, put out a 10-unit a max bet last night. Uh, he won again. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Magic, as he said they would. Uh, John Ryan is now forty and thirteen against the spread. That's better than seventy-five percent in his ten-unit max best bets over the course of the last three calendar years. And again, hit the one last night. Uh, we were sweating it out a little bit last night. Uh, John, as the Grizzlies ju- just did cover, but uh, but they got the job done, didn't they? They did. I was surprised that it got that uh, close. I saw it at halftime up 22 and felt pretty confident. And I guess that's a lesson to us all is that as soon as you think uh, you've won a game or a bet that is, and the game is not over, um, it, it's probably not over. And it's probably not good to think like that, that you can put it in the win column at halftime. But fortunately, it came through. So I'm very pleased. Yes. Uh, yes, we, we are pleased as well. Um, I, before we get into your, your best bets for the weekend, I do have a, a question <laughs> heading into the final weekend of the NFL season. And, and I'm, I'm just curious to get your thoughts on it. So w- when it comes to player prop bets, there are a lot of players going into this weekend that have incentives that if they you know get two more catches or 50 more rushing yards, whatever the case may be, an incentive kicks in in their contract. Do you look at those at all going into the last week, knowing that not just players, but players and their teams, generally speaking, are motivated to get guys to certain numbers or certain plateaus? Do you look at those at all and maybe take a longer look at those heading into the final week of the season? I, I do. Um, and I, I in recent years, I felt kind of guilty doing it, that I was trying to you know exploit a bet opportunity that has to do with somebody's contract. Uh, but I, I quickly got over it. Uh, but there is situations this week. I'm going to mention one, and it's probably the only one I'm going to bet, guys, and it's Chris Kirk, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. He needs two catches, and I believe it's 93 yards. No, 50. 50 um, no, he needs 93 yards total. I'm sorry, and two more catches. And, it, and the bonus then is at least half a million dollars, and I think it goes up to like three-quarters of a million you know, that, that's a significant amount of money for a bonus that has to do with catches over the season and then total yards. But the prop bet right now, last I saw, was at 56 and a half. Uh, some places had adjusted up to 57 and a half. Um, but I got to think that Chris Kirk is going to be a big part of that Jacksonville offensive scheme as they play for the division title. So let me be very clear, too, that you know, the, the game plan by the offensive coordinator and the head coach is not, oh, we got to get this bonus for Chris Kirk. It's more I'm seeing the opportunity that Chris Kirk is going to be a huge part of it 
And um, and that's the reason I like that prop bet, because then it's motivation, you know, almost times two. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it absolutely does. Yeah, I'm with you. That's why I was curious. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. There's a few others out there that, that seem very attainable. And, um, yeah, so that that's that's certainly one that, that we should keep our eyes on. All right, as for the, the actual games, and I know there's a few games that, that you really like, so let's start with uh, the Vikings and the Bears. Uh, Vikings obviously playoff bound. Bears are not. Uh, Justin Fields not playing this week. What, what do you like about this particular matchup? Oh, what what I like about it is that the, the the Chicago Bears appear to be trying to get the number one pick in the upcoming draft, and they would get that pick if the Houston Texans somehow find a way to win a game in their matchup this Sunday. So what we have here is the this is where the numbers really tell you the story. Justin Fields is not starting. We're looking at a betting system here on the final game of the NFL regular season. And I'll just go right through it. This is the, the first of, uh, I think, four that we have to um, present. But betting on home dogs that have had a, a really bad season winning three or fewer games. That home dog failed to cover the spread in their previous game. They actually have gone 11 and 11 straight up for 50%, 17 and 5 against the number for 77%. So, this obviously would be the ultimate contrarian bet to make if you had the guts to take the Chicago Bears. And I think I'm going to nibble on it a little bit. I'm not going to make this an eight unit bet because it, it doesn't make sense to do it. You know, if you, if you play three units and it wins, hey, great. If it loses, it's not the end of the world. But I think the Chicago Bears are just, you know, they're going to have everything packed. They have the golf clubs ready to go. They have one more game to play. They'll be loosey-goosey and just let it fly no matter who's on the field. Minnesota, as we know, has been, you know, the most overrated 12-4 and team I think I've ever seen in my career. And I think this game is worth taking the points with the Bears. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, to Giants Eagles. You got one team that's going to be highly motivated. You know, Eagles got to win to to lock up the one seed. Giants really. This game doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot for them. They're in the playoffs already. Uh, what uh, what say you about this matchup between the Giants and Eagles? Well, first I'll reiterate the the fact that I I really like the Jalen Hurts MVP bet still. He was almost minus 300 before the injury, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's been discounted as a, as a non-factor. I think that if uh, he plays and they win, and they win big, um, I, I think he should be right back in the conversation with that MVP award. So whatever you can get for that prop bet, uh, I guess it would be anywhere, you know, plus uh, 350 to 400. I think it's worth a shot with some pizza money. More importantly, we have a betting on home favorites in the last three weeks of the regular season. Our favorite has won at least 10 games on the season. That means they're essentially playoff bound, fighting for a better position in the playoffs, or in their case, the number one seed overall. Our favorite lost their previous game priced as the favorite, upset loss. Our favorite is priced between 7.5 and 14.5 points. The record's incredible, 32-5 and straight up. 24 and 13 against the number for 65%. Even the under makes sense to me. And I actually like the under better than the side with the Eagles because what if the Eagles get out to a 21 nothing start in the first quarter? You know they're going to be taking the starters out. As soon as that game is secure, they will remove the starters, and that means it's going to be less scoring in the second half, especially the fourth quarter, if the Eagles have 
at least a three-score lead going into that into that quarter. So uh, 25 and 11 for 70% winning bets on the under. So I I lean towards the Eagles, but I like the under a whole lot better. All right, uh, one more NFL game to tell you about: uh, Patriots Bills. We know it's uh, obviously we've been a very very emotional week for Buffalo and and getting great news on the condition of Demar Hamlin, but they do have a game to play on Sunday. Uh, really important game for the Patriots, important for the Bills as well. But uh, Patriots, it's a do or die. Uh, what what do you, what do you think about this particular matchup? Well, I'll tell you the truth. I think that the whole week has just been incredible, and I would not be talking about this game at all had it not been for the improvement of his uh, medical condition and the fact that he's off the ventilator and breathing on his own. I think we all took a huge, huge sigh of relief when we started getting better news over the last couple of days, and especially over the last night. He apparently has made a gigantic leap forward to um, a possible full recovery, which would just be unbelievable. Anyway, hey, but John, before said, you, before you jump into that, better. John, before you jump into that, I just want to say I don't like the way that I worded that. Now that I think about it, uh, I need to be better. I, I just said do or die. Not a great way to phrase that. So I apologize. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I shouldn't have said I did that. Not even I shouldn't have said that. But I, you, you know what I mean. They need to win in order to get into the playoffs. Yep. And so, uh, with that in mind, uh, go go ahead. What, what do you think uh, about this particular matchup? Well, again, this is a, this is going to be more of a contrarian bet, especially with the news I just mentioned. The, the public is going to be betting on the Bills because it is a great feel-good story. But as you know, I don't bet on teams or mascots. I bet on numbers. And the numbers are telling me here that this game is, is not a foregone conclusion. If the Patriots win, they are in. Simple as that. And everybody else that's chasing them is out. And they, they control their destiny 100%. They don't need any help whatsoever. And some guy named Belichick, I think, is still the head coach. So we're going to bet on road underdogs in games played in the month of January, regular and playoff seasons, meaning that if it's a playoff game, it still counts in the record. Our road team is coming off a win over a divisional foe, and that's all there is to it. 14 and 16 straight up, which would give you a really good ROI if you play the money line on those 30 games. But against the spread, 79% winners, 22-6 with two pushes. Even the under makes sense to me at 18-12 and 12 for 60% winning bets on the under. I think the Patriots are the, are the play here. And of all the ones we've talked about so far, guys, this is my favorite play for Week 18. All right, uh, last one uh, that we've got from you is, uh, is NBA-related, right? We've got uh, Nets and Pelicans you want to talk about. Sure. Uh, the Nets, as you can see, I'm, I'm kind of adopting them, but I wear different hats for different shows. So if you ever want me to wear a Syracuse hat, I'll be glad to do that as well. Unfortunately, I looked for Syracuse um, information for their games coming up, and I came up empty on that. Next week, hopefully, we'll have uh, something to talk about with the Orange. But in this situation here with the Nets, this game is tonight. The Nets have just been red hot. And is controversial as Ben Simmons is, and as much as I talked about him when he was with the Sixers, um, he's starting to play a really good role on this team. And it's starting to all come together and probably has already come together with the Nets. And I would put the Nets as a favorite uh, to win the Eastern Conference right now. Um, there, there's steam rolling everybody. So we're going to bet on road favorites between three and a half and nine and a half points. 
Our favorite is outscoring their opponents by at least three points per game. And the dog that they're playing against is coming off a game which they led by 20 or more points at the half. 52-7. and seven. Straight up for 88%, 44-15 against the spread, 75% winners, and a mediocre over-under, which doesn't really tell us anything. But this is spanning 25 seasons. Only two seasons of this set of parameters caused a modest loss. So this is one of the best ones I have of my reservoir of like 5,000 different systems and algorithms. And I wanted to present it because I think this is a really good betting opportunity it, it was minus four when I uh, put the slide together. It's probably going to go higher. So if you like the Nets like I do, I think I would bet them sooner rather than later. All right. Uh, I, I do want to ask you just for, and I know the game's not till Monday. Do you have a, are you leaning one way or the other when it comes to the national title game for college football, Georgia, heavy favorite against TCU? Uh, do you have a, a feeling right now one way? We won't lock you into the pick, but do you have a feeling one way or the other right now? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Initially, I, I was like, what? 13 and a half points? Are you kidding me? What? What? I mean, did they lose their brains or something? It was just seemed way too much. But now we're starting to get the public enamored with that number, just like I was initially. And over 70% of the public is on the dog, which is very, very rare in football. March Madness, the public loves the dogs, and it's a great time to be betting the dogs. But in football... This is actually causing me to lean a little bit more towards Georgia, but the play I like the most is the under. I think the Georgia defense is going to be looking to shorten the game. As, as ridiculous as that sounds, being a double-digit favorite, they want to shorten that game and get it into the fourth quarter as soon as possible with a multiple-point uh, lead. You know, it's 20 or more point lead going into the fourth, and they're going to win. Uh, they also are outstanding when they score 35 or more points. And my betting model says that they have an 82% chance of scoring 35 or more. The betting market total for the over-under on the team total is like 37, 38 points in that area. And I think here again, with the defenses, as good as these two teams are, you're going to have a chance to get the Georgia team total in-game live, maybe down the low 30s. And that's where I would jump on it for that betting opportunity all right i do like the under quite a bit monday night all right we we got to run here but i, I want to um, mention again uh you, people can find your work at the predictive and uh and on twitter and you you've got a, from what i understand you've got a, a special uh offer for some of our listeners is that true yeah i i appreciate being on the show guys and uh you know You've seen the picks now for many many months so i thought i would just hand out a free week to anybody that's listening and I thought maybe you guys could come up with the uh, special passcode, you know, something to do with the um, the San Diego Padres, perhaps, or you know, something yes. that you guys like that would be fun. Yes. So, so Jordan and and Paulie, I guess, came up I didn't with come it. Up well, with this so Jordan. this is Jordan. Jordan came up with this. So the uh, the secret code is the Padres are on the verge. Okay, so the Padres are on the verge. If you listen to the show, you know why we're talking about the verge. Um, but if so, if they DM you on Twitter, right, John, you will you will hook up our listeners yeah. with a one week trial for your your premium picks. Again, the Padres are on the verge. DM uh, John on Twitter, and uh, and again, he'll uh, he'll hook you up for a week. And your uh, your uh, handle again, John Ryan Sports One, correct? You guys, it's one hundred percent right. All right, John, have a great weekend. We'll uh, we'll do it again next week. And thank you for uh, taking care of our listeners.
Thanks as always, and uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. All right, we will wrap up the show right after this on ESPN Radio.